Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self love for breakfast. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. So happy to have you here this week. We have a great episode for you. And before we get into that, some of you guys, if you follow my Instagram, then you know that I spent last week (laughs) holed up in a cabin. I have been working on my book called I Won't Tell You to Take a Bubble Bath. And it's a personal development book all about self-love. And I... (laughs) You guys, this book has been a struggle because when I first set out to write it, I was really just kind of in my shit. Like I was checking boxes. I was trying to accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. And I was really striving for validation through achievements. And when I was writing the book and when I set out to write the book, it was really for the wrong reasons. It was like, yes, I wanted to help people but I wanted that accomplishment. And that's why I think I didn't finish writing it. I didn't put it out there. I went through so many renditions of trying and working on it and it just wasn't the time. It wasn't. (laughs) It was not the time for me because I was doing it for the wrong reason. So this year, as you know, many of you know, has been incredible for me and my own healing journey and getting to a place where I'm happy. I feel really good just inside myself and who I am as a person and where I'm going. And so now is the time to put this out there. So I'm a little extra, you guys. I don't do things half-ass. I don't do things partway. So in order to get like a really good chunk of this out, because I didn't want to spend months and months and months kind of doing a little bit at a time, I wanted to just dive in and get as much out of my body as humanly possible. So I locked myself in a cabin for like four days and I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and my body hurt and my brain hurt. And it got to the point where I was like, I cannot squeeze out another drop of writing. And I got a really great amount done. And really at this point now, it's just about adding to it. And so I feel so good about it. I feel so good about where It's going and I am 1 million percent writing it for the right reasons. Like this is not for me to check a box anymore. This is not for me to be like, I'm an author. I mean, I've already written books. This is like for you. And because I'm launching my signature program this year, I actually just opened the doors to it. As of this recording, I, I have 10 open spots and I just filled one this morning. So I have nine open spots and it could be less by the time you listen to this, but I can only take 10 people. I can only take 10 hearts and help heal 10 hearts. And I know that this book will help reach many, many, and eventually I'll be able to reach a lot more people through speaking and this podcast and whatnot. So I can only start small with my program. I can't help everyone through my one-on-one. So The book is a way to help more people 
And yeah, so I hope you guys love it. It's it's going to be a while before it's out, but we are rolling with it. So that's what I spent this week doing. And honestly, I'm so proud of myself and not just for showing up and writing the book and getting so much out, but I'm really proud of myself for creating the space to do it. As an entrepreneur, it's really easy to just kind of be like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'll do it when it slows down. I'll do it when it slows down. But the reality of the situation is when you own a business or if you were like me and you own multiple businesses, (laughs) then you don't slow down. You don't have spare time. You can't just be like, oh, I'll have fun later or after this month is done being crazy. You have to be really intentional. And so that's what I did. I set out to create the space so that I wouldn't be bogged down with work. And what I did was I leaned on the people who I've already hired to work for me. I've already hired people to support me in my businesses. And so I leaned on them a little bit for some help while I was gone just to make sure, you know, nothing's on fire, (laughs) nothing catches on fire, nothing burns down. And that's what they're there for. Like, that's why you hire people. There's so many people who aren't willing to ask for help and aren't willing to hire help. They just think they can do everything themselves. And it's not realistic. And healing, healing with another person, having another person like in my program, self-love for life. It's not, I'll just do it. I'll just do it on my own. I'll heal on my own. Okay. How's that working out for you? (laughs) You know, how's that working out for you? Why not hold out your hand and say, let's do this. I want your support. I want your help. Let's do this together. And that is why I bring people into my business to work for me because one, I want to help and support them and empower them. But also I know I deserve to have that support in return. It's a really good feeling, you guys. It's an amazing feeling to have that. So that's what I did. And I worked a little harder on the front end to get things done so I wouldn't have to worry about it. And now that I'm back, I'll have to work a little bit harder in the back end to kind of get caught up and get everything rolling smoothly again. And that's just what it looks like. All while taking space for myself and having some fun and doing some artwork and spending time with a friend who's going to be in town. So whether you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, or just a really, really busy person, we get to create the space. We get to create the time And we even get to create the money to do the things that we want to do. There's always going to be a way to figure it out. So if you want something, you figure it out. You just figure it out. So in that, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one for 10 months, starting in January, this is an intimate experience. This is a vulnerable experience. This is unlike what a lot of other people are doing right now. There are very, very few people doing the work that I'm doing right now. And a lot of them are all doing it in different capacities, but this is a personal development program and it's completely designed to help you step into the woman that you are meant to become the woman that you already are, but maybe some fear that's holding you back, or maybe you have some self-sabotage or some behaviors that are destructive, or you just can't figure out how to get out of your own way. And that's what this is for. This is for when you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm sick of the self-help books. I'm sick of trying to consume all of the stuff to fix me because you don't need fixing. You don't, you're not broken. 
You just need a little bit of healing. So that's what this program is about. Like I said, it is super intimate. That's why I'm only taking 10 people because the level of access is a lot. There's a lot of video chats with me, regular, ongoing. And there's also video chat access. So you can Marco Polo me all day, every day and get instant support. And I don't let people have that kind of access to me really ever. I don't think I ever have had a program that was quite this intense and intimate and we're in this together. So if you've ever wanted to work with me and if it excites you, the idea of like us just going for it together and me really holding your hand and guiding you through this, then let's fucking go. You can go to crystalrose.com slash apply and apply for the program there. And like I said, it's 10 months and it's going to blow your mind. You'll be so, so happy you did it. So with that said, our guest today is amazing. She is a dear friend of mine. She is such a badass. She is incredible, and I'm really excited to have her on the show today. She actually collaborated with Rebellia, my store, for our holiday stockings that are going up two days from now on Black Friday. So we have some incredible products of hers in there She's, oh, it's so good. So yeah, if you guys are looking for a really great gift, definitely go to rebelliaclothing.com on Black Friday, 7 a.m. Our stockings are going live and they, are, I mean, it's filled with incredible goodies. In March, 2019, Jenny founded Roses and Azalea, a cosmetics company that inspires women to feel beautiful by improving, never sacrificing their health. After a decade-long health struggle with autoimmune, that caused hypothyroidism, Jenny Mellick turned her entrepreneurial energy and analytical chemistry background to helping those who likewise suffer under the radar. She strives to impact the beauty industry while supporting others with sensitive skin, allergies, and busy schedules. So excited to introduce you guys today to a sweet friend of mine. We have gotten the opportunity to work together on a couple of things. She is so awesome. I've wanted her on the show for a while now, and I'm so happy she's here. I want you guys to meet Jenny Melek from Roses and Azalea. Jenny, welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure. I'm so pumped you're here. So we have a lot to talk about, but before we get to the juicy, juicy, let's do what we call goals, gratitude, and badassery. And basically it's, we'll just start with goals, right? So what are your goals currently? Oh, geez. Other than to get through uh, this year, like everyone else, <laughs> whatever the universe has thrown at us at this point. Mm. Actually, right now, I'm working with helping highlight a few other small businesses. I think we're in it together right now. Yeah. And we're creating some holiday gift boxes. And so like part of that was a few organizations. So at Roses and Zalia, we actually have a social impact aspect to our business. And we want to give back to the community and donate our products to kids in need. So part of it is fundraising for those things. I have a few organizations are are hoping for a few things for the holidays. So I'm hoping to, you know, kind of get other businesses out there while fundraising for us to get some goodies out to the kids that really need it. I love that. Love that. <laughs> and gratitude. What are you grateful for? 
Oh my gosh. Well, first I'm grateful for God. And of course my husband, this year has been very difficult personally because we're now in a long distance marriage Mm. Um, to take a job that's based in Alabama. So I rarely see him now, but I'm just grateful that we still have our beautiful house. We have just a thriving food forest in our backyard and (laughs) we're still able to have so much. So just grateful for being able to still be in Charlotte right now, as well as the community here. We've just received so much love lately with everything that's been going on. We have such a strong supporter group behind us. So thankful for literally everyone out there. Love it. <laughs> and a badassery, which is basically like something you've done recently that you think is pretty badass or that you're just like really proud of yourself for. Oh, man. So I guess even though <laughs> so I'm running <laughs> two businesses, we all know, <laughs> all our entrepreneurs, we're like serial entrepreneurs. So other than running two businesses, I've added part-time student to my whole thing. Um, yeah. So I'm going back to school and I'm taking your Vedic medicine. Um, so that's another 15, 20 hours on top of the long, the long days of my two um, businesses. I don't ask me how I'm going, how I'm still breathing and alive, but I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful for the opportunity. (laughs) That's amazing. I feel you. You are speaking, you are speaking my language, (laughs) my language of crazy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, is that another master's or is that like, what, what is that? Yeah, it's a certification. So I don't, do you know what your Vedic medicine is? I don't. I would love to hear more. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a folk medicine. It's a natural medicine. Basically, if you know what traditional Chinese medicine is for Southeast Asia, Mm. it's, it's the counterpart in India. So people have practiced Ayurvedic medicine for thousands of years. And in the US, unfortunately, it's about... Once you have an acute illness or like you're like feeling like you're dying, then Mm. we fix you, right? With all these pills and whatever. But around the world, it didn't happen that way. Like medicine is more about preventative care. Yeah. Um, And so with so many women like myself, now that we're seeing or diagnosed with autoimmune disease, for example, you know, like one in three women have autoimmune. It's insanity. Mm. Those numbers are going to keep growing. And part of it is just not being able to have that knowledge of preventative care. Um, So yeah, so I've gone back to school to not just for me personally, but I'm hoping in two years, so I will graduate with a certification in Ayurvedic medicine in 2022. Amazing. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. I love that. And you know what? I am such a big preventative medicine person. I mean, we were just talking about like allergies or coming down with colds and like anything natural that I can get my hands on. I mean, I try to keep it part of my daily practice. Um, Just, you know, it's like, it's like getting your oil changed in your car. Like you just do it every, however many thousand miles and until your car is on fire to be like, Oh, I guess I should have changed. I mean, some people might, but (laughs) that's exactly, well, that's exactly it. Right. And those practices need to be in a daily life routine. And 
Of course, a lot of the practices from thousands of years ago, people had a little bit more time on their hands because they didn't have crazy modern lifestyles and the schedule. So how do we use ancient wisdom and modernize that to fit into your daily routines as a modern woman? So... I feel like if anyone can figure it out, it's going to be you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think it will be you. Thank you. Um, and you know what you're saying about like autoimmune and all of that. I mean, such a big thing that most women don't know. And I feel like we're starting to really open our eyes to it is what we put in our body or in our body daily. And it's not just, it's not just food. It's not just nutrition. It's not just like, oh, stay away from processed foods, but topicals, like slathering your body with lotion, like other bazillion chemicals in there, you know, like what are you putting on and in your body on a regular basis? And most women have no idea that they are fucking with their, um, you know, endocrine system and their hormones and all of that. There's so many disruptors in everything these days. And that was some of the inspiration behind Roses and Azalea, correct? Yes, absolutely. I was diagnosed with autoimmune hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. And I'm sure there's like a slew of other things that we still haven't been able to diagnose, but it's one of those things where I took a hard look just because I don't know, just like the every consumer, I kind of fell for the front label marketing. Like I looked at, oh, it's natural. Therefore it's good for me. And then, you know, shame on me because being a former analytical chemist and having that chemistry background, I'm like, I should have known better. I should have like taken two seconds to flip to the back of the labels Mm. and read, right, about what's in there. Because when I was diagnosed, I went through everything. I was like, oh my gosh, five years ago when I went quote unquote natural, I didn't. Like I just read labels and said, oh, I feel good about this. And I went with it. But you know, I can only imagine, it's honestly a chore. Like women are just super people these days. Like Mm. We have so much on our plates, you know, homemakers, we have several jobs, we are cleaning, cooking, taking care of the family, we're doggy moms, I mean, we're moms and all that. And so like, no matter like who you are, what you have going on with your life, I mean, it's just like another added bonus of like, another thing and chores. It's like really like reading the back label is another thing. I have to worry about, oh, no, no, no. Why do I do this? Also get four years of degree in chemistry <laughs> so I can understand what's on the back label. Like, right. Or having to look, look it all up at EWG or all of that. And then like, you know, you trust other people. Like there are certain people that when they recommend something, like I know that they are psycho enough <laughs> that whatever they say it's legit and I don't have to do the research myself, but that's like a choice that I've made. And I always tell people, I'm like, do your own research, you know, like look stuff up, but yeah, it's exhausting. It's like, you know, not only do I have to do all these things and run all these things and I've got a job or a business and like you were saying, family responsibilities, like for me, getting out of the shower and having to put on lotion is just like, ugh. (laughs) Uh, like for me that is such a step like that's just such a that's so much work to do to put lotion on my damn body but then for other women they're like what are you talking about putting on lotion is like I do that all the time but you go to the gym five days a week you know I I don't do that so it's like 
pick your, (laughs) pick your struggle. Yeah. Pick your battles. Right. And I think that's exactly it. Like it's okay. You gotta be different. Like it's just, everyone's individualistic. What's going to work for you is not going to work for me. And I know you probably tell that to your clients and our bodies aren't cookie cutters. It's not like, you know, like the foods that are going to fuel you are not going to fuel me. One of the biggest struggles I had was all these fads thrown at me and like, you know, fad diets that really are so bad for you. And then on top of that, it's like, it's just not going to work for everybody between me and my husband. Like he's always like, Oh, you should do this. I'm like, (laughs) by now I'm like, Nope. Whatever you say, I'm not doing it. It's, it's gonna work for you, but it's not gonna work for me. Like it always works for me. Have a vagina and you have a penis. Like let's, you know, like we are very different. So like, what's up? Whatever is gonna work for him is not. You know, our metabolisms are so different, and our body makeups are so different too. And that's what I'm learning from your Vedic medicine. Mm. Is you are just a different person just because I have Hashimoto's or like hypothyroidism doesn't mean that the other five people with the same diagnosis will respond the same to certain foods or treatments or herbs. And we all have to like figure that out holistically. It's about the overall well-being and picture rather than so focus on Oh, this lotion's gonna work for me, so it's gonna work for like a hundred other people. <laughs> I, I think that's a, such a good acknowledgement, though, because I think I see people a lot of the time, whether it be about health and fitness or be about hypothyroidism, whatever it may be, and someone is like, "Oh, hey, this is now a thing for me. Give me all the advice, right?" right? And they're they're seeking outside because yeah. one, I mean, it's overwhelming and kind of scary to deal mm-hmm. with. And then they're like, what do you do? And what do you do? And what do you do? And it's like, you have to really understand and listen to yourself and your body and like what you need and figure that in the trial and error process, you know? I mean, it's like, if you've been living with something thus far, Mm -hmm. and especially if it's like, you don't have crazy symptoms. I mean, it's kind of different if you're just like off the wall and like very unwell. Um, But if you don't have like wild and crazy symptoms, like there's room for mm-hmm. experimentation in there and like how yeah. do I feel when I do this and not just like shotgun approach and throw everything against the wall and like oh my gosh, yeah. you can't figure it out if you do that yeah um but yeah no I think that that's really a great point that you made that we're so different and when it comes to non-toxic products and things like that I mean I know for me it's about doing the best I can mm-hmm. I know I cannot be 100 percent natural I just can't I know that for myself like there's yeah. some things where I'm just like I'm just nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to do it. And then there's some things that I have really strived and trial and error and figured out what works for me because it was important for me to have like that one product replaced. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's the 80, 20 rule, right? Like Mm. I think that applies to so many things, whether it's like work life, the word balance, I don't even want to get to that. I think that's for especially type A people and perfectionists, that is probably one of the worst words. Um, I call it integration. Um, yeah. it's much better. It's, it doesn't create stress. Um, because so many women, especially ones listen, like I have so many women who listen to this podcast and be yeah. like, I just want to know like, yeah, how to balance, balance. And I'm like, balance means 50, 50. You realize that, right? Like 
So if I was like very analytical, I mean, 49.9 is not okay. That's not 50. Like, I mean, seriously. So literally 80-20. I mean, it's like, you know, when you eat, you have to indulge sometimes. I mean, it's like, don't. I would would just be like so sad about my life if I can (laughs) indulge sometimes. And with products, it's like you do what you can do, what's important, especially with your family history, right? Start with like the family health. If you have like people in your family that's been diagnosed with like breast cancer or any type of cancer, I mean, don't put bad chemicals on your area. Like that's like number one rule, right? So if people are very overwhelmed, I would say go with the most important things, which would be like your deodorants, your hair care products, Mm. um, your lotion, because lotion only because it's like most of your body. So that's like covering a lot versus some other places. But like the things you use every day, you know, like the daily stuff, the stuff that you know that you're day in, day out, you're going to put on your body or in your body. You know, I mean, if you don't wear makeup a ton, then it's like, that can be something you attack later or, yeah, you know, exactly. partially or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So just, you know, figure out 80, 20, like what can't you give up, but all the other things try for whatever you can to replace those things. Mm-hmm. And for me, I always think go organic. I think there's a, a lot of misinformation out there that I don't know. I see a lot of this like therapeutic grade. It really does bother me. So just to set the record straight, therapeutic grade is the same thing as what natural means out there in marketing. Which is Um, nothing. Just so you guys know, if you've ever picked up a bag of potato chips and it says natural, there is nothing fucking natural about that potato chips. That is a marketing buzzword that makes you think, mmm, these chips are healthy and they're not freaking healthy. Yeah, it's actually, I'm laughing because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And, you know, like two years back, my husband and I were sitting there and we were eating like a sandwich or something. They come with like a bag of chips. So he was picking up the bag and reading the bag of chips. And he's like, oh man, this makes me feel really good. Did you know it's gluten-free? I'm like, it's <laughs> potato chips. Like, why is that? Like, what, what does that even mean? Oh, like, my why? Yes. Anytime, like, I pick up, like, I don't know, it's like candy or something that, like, there yeah. would not be gluten in it. There's doesn't <laughs> even make any sense that there would be gluten in it. And it's like gluten-free. Yeah. Oh. But it's a buzzword these days, right? Marketers know, like, what buzzwords are out there. So they're like, oh, let me just cram all these buzzwords onto it, make you feel really good, and then you'll buy it and feel really good. But then if you actually sit down and read it and, like, digest the information on the bag, you're like, wow, no. (laughs) No, just no. (laughs) Preach. Yes. Makes me crazy. I mean, but I get it. I'm from a marketing background, so I get it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. why it mainly yeah. drives me nuts because I'm like, mm, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and sexy, you're just making it sexy, like diets, yeah. you know, and fads exactly. and, yep. and all of that. It's like you're, this is marketing. That's exactly it. And so going back to the concept of therapeutic grade or people having their own certifications, I mean, I don't know why companies wouldn't just go with 
like the rest of us who are certified by certifying agents like USDA certification, for example, people, third party certifiers. So I really wouldn't trust the companies that don't use the third party for their testing, who don't get certifications. Because here's my deal. Like I can put a gold stamp on my labels and say, I'm certified. Like I certified myself. Like it's amazing. It's great. Like, you know, I I don't do that. Like, even though we use pretty much almost all USDA certified organic ingredients, whenever I can get my hands on them, I don't, I don't put a little gold seal stamp that says, Oh, we're like certified. Yeah. Um, because I want, I want my consumers to trust me. I Think about like what they would feel because I'm a consumer myself. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would look for USDA certified organic products. EcoCert is another one. They're European standards. Because here's the thing, as somebody who's a manufacturer and making my stuff, I can't be everywhere all over the world looking at these processes of like, oh, like this extract, like how is it being processed? Let me right. just make sure the quality is great and no one's using formaldehyde in this. And so I need those certifying parties to tell me they're doing a good job. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's impor- I mean, it's important to you as part of being an in integrity with yeah. yourself yeah. and then as a brand because right. people, you know, are trusting. And I think like, you know, most people don't even know what to look for or what's good or what's bad. I mean, people are generally post online and be like, is this good? You know, or you get like these people who run MLMs and they're like non-toxic da, da, da. and it's like, no, it's friggin' not. And stop telling people, people this, like you don't yeah. even know it's in your own product. So yeah, it's, there's so much misinformation out there. And I think it's just hard for people to trust and know what's even correct and what, yeah what to look out for and what certifications are valid switching gears. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about, I'm like, let's talk about this long distance marriage we have going on. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm like, let's get to the meat and potato. No, (laughs) Um, but really, I think as a married woman myself, like I just know how hard it can be when you are sacrificing for their job or they're sacrificing for yours. And when you're both really, really busy and you aren't able to connect um, Mm -hmm. in the way that you want or the way that you need, or when you have moments like this, where it's kind of, it has to happen, like this has to happen and you have to be here and I have to be here. And I think that it takes a really strong marriage to go through something like that and to be like, okay, each person just be like, okay. in themselves to, handle it. So mm-hmm. what do you find to be like the main challenge for you? I mean, obviously the, the distance is a big one, but <laughs> hi, but like in that, what do you find to be like the biggest challenge in this, this whole thing? Yeah. So I don't know if I have one big challenge. I mean, it's obviously going to be multiple, like yeah. Selfishly speaking, I need my cuddles. Like, let's, <laughs> let's talk about that, okay? Like, so I, I've learned in Ayurvedic medicine that, like, for my body type, I have a little bit of your vata, like, creative type, and they're all over the place. Mm. And they're very just fluid and all over. 
And in order to find more balance, you have to ground yourself. So like cuddles, for example, is one of those things where, I mean, hey, we laugh, but it's actually what the doctor or practitioner prescribes. So this is doctor's order. This is for my health, guys. Like I'm giving up cuddles. So is your love language physical touch? Actually, yes and no. Um, I've been through a lot. So like touch is something that's very finicky for me. Now with my husband, I feel like he does ground me and I I do feel safe with him. So Mm -hmm. I think with him, yes. Okay. But yeah, so that's uh, very difficult because I also, from my pizza side, I'm a very much hard worker and I'm kind of a machine that runs, even if it's running on empty, it'll go da 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 da. I'll keep going. <laughs> and so, like, if he's home, he's like, nope, shutting off at nine, gotta get in bed and like uh, lights off and just silence, like, go to bed, close your mouth, you get cuddled. <laughs> So he's kind of like my go to F to sleep right now. <laughs> like, yeah. without him, I'm just like, sometimes I go to bed at two in the morning and, you know, my creativity just keeps going and I'm like, work, 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 work. So I'm trying to be a little bit better, but he's kind of um, my stabilizer, to be honest with you. He actually sets routines. He's very structured engineer. Mm. Um, and so it helps me, especially when I'm more in my creative zone. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so you don't really have that. So you kind of just like burn. <laughs> I burn. I do burn. But I think because I'm doing so much right now, I do find myself that I, I have to have a little bit more structure. Yeah. But, you know, I think the biggest thing is like, how do you make sure to keep your marriage going? Because technically you're not under the same roof. It's like, you're not living together. You're not really enjoying each other's company. You're not able to make meals together, you know, share those things. And of course, not physically being with him. Sometimes I do worry like when he's having bad days, I'm like, please don't like just have bad thoughts. and Don't leave me. (laughs) Like, I just want you to be okay. Like me physically not being there to be able to take care of him. Like just breaks my heart sometimes, you know, I just want to give him a big hug and a kiss and be like, it's all okay. We'll figure it out. But like, I can't do that. So I think like physically not being able to be there for him just, Breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah. Because like life can be stressful for him as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do to like make it easier or bridge that gap? Like what have you found that is like helping? Because I was in a long distance relationship yeah. for about a year and a half. My boyfriend before, my current boyfriend, my current boyfriend, my husband, <laughs> my boyfriend, he whatever. <laughs> He got demoted. He was gone all week. So, (laughs) but yeah, you know, like before him and it was like, I couldn't be in the moment. And I think that was like the, the biggest downfall I had in contributing to it was I couldn't be in the moment when we were together. I was already thinking about how sad I was going to be when he left. And so Mm -hmm. like, that was really hard to keep the momentum going because it was just like, you get burnt out. So what have you been doing to keep your marriage just like on the up and up while you're going through this like really hard time? Yeah. I mean, we talk every day. We always talk before he goes to bed. 
Notice I said he goes to bed. Um, <laughs> same girl though, same. Like me tucking him. Good night. I don't know what I'm doing next, but good night. Um, but you know, it's just, you have to, because that's what we do when we're in person. I mean, we haven't practiced it yet because we haven't stabilized our schedules yet. Things are a little over the place for both of us. But we're talking about, you know, doing like two days out of the entire week, having dinner together. I know this sounds very silly, guys. Mm -mm. Dinner together on Zoom. So I would actually sit at our dinner table, put the laptop on the other side as if he's sitting there so that he could see me like he's (laughs) sitting at our dinner table. This is happening, guys. I love that. Um, But it's like he would just be physically there almost because I can see him. So, I mean... Curses for all the technology, because that's probably why we're partially living unhealthier lifestyles sometimes. But because of technology and some of the blessings that they have given us, I think that we're able to practice these long distance marriages a little bit better. Um, You know, I think that with COVID and the pandemic, life was hard this year, but So many of us were unable to be with our loved ones and at least technology allowed us to see each other, whereas in the past we couldn't. So that's always a blessing in disguise. But um, I want to circle back to the intentionality. For me, it's like I get kind of in my brain like, hey, what do I need to get done before my husband comes home? Because I want to be intentional with my time spent with him like Mm. I only get legitly maybe a full day with him nowadays so if I do that like what do we want to do together you know whether it's hey let's date night out go to a restaurant once a month and try out something cool because we're food well I'm a foodie so he (laughs) he gets to be a foodie too like sure whatever So like, just like planning ahead and making sure like, hey, we're flexible. Like if something blows up and we got to fix it, we'll do that. But like being more intentional, like, hey, like, let's get together with other people so that it feels like you're still home. So we're not Mm -hmm. skipping a beat. So I think this is, you know, the same, what we're doing is kind of similar to everyone else who is kind of not able to see their loved ones because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think it's not just us, but a lot of people are going through the same things right now. Yeah. And I think being present with your partner is so important. I think so often, you know, I mean, Jeff travels every weekend. So like we're gone, we're together, we're gone, we're together. And we've like right. got enough of a solid routine down. It's been nine years. So, yeah, you, you know, we have enough of a routine down. And of course, when stuff happens and he gets stuck somewhere, it's like, ah! <laughs> but yeah. you know, we get through it. Yeah. But when you have a routine it's really easy to just get complacent or to, you know, we flop in bed and we zone out on our phones while a show is on. And then, then what? Then we turn it off and go to bed because it's like, did we even see each other? Did we even talk to each other? Barely. And so like we've been, we have a date night and instead of going out to eat, which we'll do once in a while, but I mean, when you know, COVID and everything going on. It's like, "Mm, who who wants to do that? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we sit outside. I have this like little day bed on our porch. We sit outside on the day bed and I sip wine and he smokes a cigar and we have our phones inside. Yep. And we talk. 
Yeah. Like, that's exactly walking. It. Who? Yeah. Ooh, a different concept for this Oof, time. I what guess. a novel. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of times you go to like concerts or like enjoy shows or go out and enjoy things and you see everyone's on their phone. They're glued to their phone and it's yeah. like annoying actually. Like mm. live in the present, like live in the moment because you're missing every time your eyeballs are stuck on that screen. Like you're missing everything else around you. But I like that you're saying that because a big thing for us when we spend time together at home, we live in the suburbs. People think that we live on a farm. We don't. We have a food forest in our backyard. And so we grow like purple asparagus, snow pea leaves, Swiss chard, like fig trees, goji berries, elderberry. We have a They need to come visit now. That's yes. that's it. <laughs> Our lettuce is thriving. Like, I'm just like, I can't have enough right now. Like, it's too much for me. Um, But like, we literally will just, depending on daytime, we'll sit out there in our chairs and just like talk or like, we'll get goofy. We'll listen to music, have throwbacks, hey, millennials, like 90s music. We'll each like put on, you know, on our phones, like, guess what this is? Like, what song this is? That kind of thing. We'll jam until like 9 p.m. Um, and then turn into pumpkins, like old folks. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what we do. Because I think that being out in nature just relaxes him mm. and me. So having that, like, it's just so amazing. It just relaxes both of us for sure. Uh-huh. So good. Yep. So good. Yeah, it's good. It's important to have that connection. I think a lot of us lose that yeah. um, over time, especially when you are with someone for so long and you just yeah. assume they'll always be there and you'll always be there. And then it's like, you know, you lack connection and that's, yeah. gotta stay connected and gotta stay communicating. Yeah. It's important. So we like to end things on a quote. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> and we're already here. <laughs> so whether it be something that like, maybe it's just a quote that you like live by or that you just like love or something that has been hitting you recently, if you will share that with us. Oh, geez. I'm not good with quotes. <laughs> Make one, up, one that you have. <laughs> I don't know if I have a quote. Sorry, guys. This would be like more of my husband's question. I feel like he knows, well, he knows more numbers than I do. You're like, phone a friend, phone a friend. I don't, yeah. Can I dial a friend? Um, but, you know, honestly, again, just live your life to the fullest. But that doesn't mean like just zipping around. I think like stopping sometimes to both fuel yourself, like both your, or your mind, body and spirit, all three buckets mm-hmm. and just making sure that you are taking care of yourself is so important so that you can take care of other people. Yeah. You know, just don't, I think modern life will zip around and just we got to do this. We got to do that. Oh, we feel left out if we're, we might miss out on this. And no, I mean, take it one day at a time when you need to. And just some of us, it's like one hour at a time. One minute. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But take the time to step back and really enjoy life because time does pass Mm. quite a bit and memories and all that. I mean, those you can never like time you can't ever get back. No. You no. Know? 
you can make more money, you could have more things, but time with your loved ones, time to take care of yourself. I mean, those are all things that just tick, tick, tick. It goes, you can't ever get back. So yeah, so definitely have some self-care. I know that word gets thrown a lot and it might not mean a lot to people, but you'll find whatever works for you is what you should do. Like don't go with whatever everyone else is saying or what the bad is right now. Like do you like be comfortable and confident in your own skin and love yourself. I love that. Yes. And I like what you said too, about like taking care of yourself so you can take care of other people, not taking care of other people until you burn yourself into the ground because you forgot about your damn self. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Perfect. (laughs) All right, Jenny, where can they find you? Uh Uh-huh. They can find me on our website, www.rosesandazalea.com. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. The handle is at Roses and Azalea. Probably Google my name, Jenny Malik. <laughs> I'll come up somewhere. Uh, so, yeah. We'll have all of that in the show notes so they can click right on it and get right to you. But thank you so much for coming on today. I am so pumped to have had you and I'm really looking forward to our little holiday collaboration and everything that you've got going on. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.